Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the club. How you doing? I hope you've had an amazing week. I am so excited to be here with you. Um, I just love doing this podcast. I love that I get to share health with you from a truly integrative spirit, mind, body approach. Some episodes, we're going to stir the spirit. Some episodes, we are going to talk mind. And just so you know that with the mind, there will be no changes in the physical in your body without first having changes in the mind. It is so important. So I can't wait to dive into that more um, in the future. And then sometimes we're going to talk body. Straight up, physical, hard-hitting nutritional episodes. And that is what I have got for you today because... I have a message that I want to scream from the rooftops, shout from the mountains, yo, and that is this. There will never be a time that your body doesn't need vitamins, minerals, fatty acids, and amino acids. The needs of your body will never change. We can talk diets all day long. But that, it really boils down to that. The needs of your body will never change. And I like to look at this context of what I call the holy trinity of macronutrients, which are proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Okay, it's where we get these vitamins and minerals and fatty acids and amino acids. And no matter what diet you do, what foods you're eating, foods are going to fall into one of those three categories, okay? And I don't mean to make light of the phrase Holy Trinity at all. It is the core, um, the core of our beliefs as Christians, the, the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's our foundation um, of our spiritual beliefs. But I see this, these macronutrients as kind of the foundation, a really important foundation of our health. And it's, so it's just really critical for you to understand that. And so when I, you know, that's how God makes me and puts that lens over my eyes that when I'm thinking of the macronutrients that um, the Holy Trinity would pop into my head. And so, you know, it's one way that I see it, the way I remember it. And so I'm just passing that along to you to hope that it will help you remember it and consider it too. So we have the Holy Trinity of our macronutrients, okay? These unchanging categories of which our foods will fall into. So let's take a look at where we get these macronutrients. Let's just open our Bible. 
and let's just see. We get our carbs from plant foods. Tells us right there in Genesis 129. We get protein, our most effective forms of protein, from animal sources of food. And that comes from Genesis 9-3. Okay, that's where God gives us animal sources of food. And we get fats from both plant and animal foods. So we can think of healthy fats we would get from plant foods like coconut and olives and avocados and nuts and seeds. And then from animal sources, there's just naturally occurring fat um, in those foods. So we can get fats from both of those places, right? And so to me, this just makes sense. You know, we have these kind of three major categories of foods, these macronutrients, and we can find them most beautifully in nature. And each macronutrient category has something particular that it offers the body to keep it healthy and strong. These, these plants and animal foods that God created. Doesn't it make sense that the creator of our bodies knew the perfect foods for our bodies? It's not like he made us and then just left us hanging, you know? He put all the resources that we needed, that we need in nature to keep us healthy and strong, to keep these bodies functioning just like they're supposed to. And each of these macronutrient categories has something particular that it offers the body to keep it healthy, to keep it working and functioning like it should. From these plant foods, from these carbohydrates, we get vitamins and minerals and fiber and water content. Your body will always need those. From proteins, we also get some vitamins and minerals. We also get amino acids, which literally build and repair the tissue in our body, okay? Protein also creates enzymes, which are involved in like every function of your body, including your metabolism. I like to throw out some buzzwords like that to keep you listening, keep you on your toes, because everybody wants an improved metabolism. Got to have some good presence of protein for that. And protein ultimately makes our neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. Okay, these are like those chemicals that help us feel good, that are keep us happy and keep us chilled out. And so when I have a client that comes to me that um, experiences anxiety or depression or maybe some mood swings and such like that, I'm always wondering, are they getting enough protein to, um, to create these neurotransmitters, to create the serotonin and dopamine and GABA so they can relax and chill and sleep well and just have even moods and not be feeling anxious? So protein is going to really help contribute for that. Your body will always need proteins. And finally, fatty acids. Um, fats are so incredibly important to the body. They build your cell membranes. So when we think of our cells, um, just kind of the very core of our bodies made of all of these billions of cells, um, every cell has a membrane around it, which is made from fat, okay? And so we have got to have fat to make those cell membranes um, work, <laughs> work, be built and work right. Um, fat helps our, uh, create our hormones. It helps give us and helps us use fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K2. How many of you 
have been told or have been worried that you're vitamin D deficient. Um, we have to have enough fat in our body um, to be able to utilize these fat-soluble vitamins. That's why they're called fat-soluble vitamins, the A, the D, the E, the K2. When we find them in nature, they are naturally packaged with fat. That's how God made them. And so that is how they are supposed to be used in the body. And finally, when we think of our brains, it is our fattiest organ. So one of my guests, I think it was Leslie, said, you know, if somebody calls you a fathead, it's a compliment <laughs> because the brain is the fattiest organ. So we need fats. That will never change. Your body will always need healthy fats. Okay. And the thing we have to consider about foods and what we're eating and our bodies and health is that this is an ongoing process. Okay. The building and the remaking and the regenerating of your body. I think a lot of people just kind of think, I'm born with this body, everything's made, and that's it. You know, you don't think that you're constantly remaking yourself. Um, and choosing the materials to make your body is up to you. You know, you know that famous saying, you are what you eat. Your body is literally made of what you eat. So if you're building your body on mac and cheese and Dairy Queen, I mean, it's like building a house with styrofoam or saran wrap, you know, not very stable, <laughs> kind of flimsy, not very grounded. Um, and so you got to think about how you're building your house, your holy temple. God has given you the perfect building materials to use in these um, beautiful plant and animal sources of food. So it's just up to you to choose your, your building materials. And if it, you know, I'm here to tell you, be choosy, be snobby, choose the best. Build your house out of the best. You want the building blocks of your house to be strong, secure, long lasting, and functioning. And we get that from real food macronutrients, vegetables, fruit, clean proteins, and healthy fats. That is never going to change. Your body's needs will never change in that respect. You're always going to need those. Okay. Now, a lot of what quote unquote diets are, are really a manipulation of macronutrients. And, you know, over the years, each macro has kind of, you know, gotten to be the star of the show. So a lot of us remember those food pyramid years and carbs were king. The government told us to eat tons of carbs, like have all the pasta and the bread and the rice and the oatmeal, just load up sister. But those fats, oh no, honey, the fats was like the, the tippity top of the pyramid. Like, don't go here on the, like, like ever, you know, like we're just giving it a little nod here at the very top. It really shouldn't be eating any fats. And that is exactly why we have more obesity and diabetes than ever right now is because that is all brewed from that history of the government telling us to just knock our lights out with carbohydrates. So thanks government. Um, that was terrible advice. And then, you know, we saw protein as the star of the show when the Atkins diet, you know, really came on the scene and became popular. That was, you know, pretty much a high protein diet. Um, and that was the star. And now fat has made a comeback. And of course I'm thinking of that LL Cool J song. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, <laughs> you know, what is that song? 
I'm gonna knock you out. Mama saying knock you out. Yes, that one. Um, but yes, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. That's like perfect because um, Fat's like, dude, this isn't a comeback. I've been here for forever. Where you been? You know? Um, so Fat's always been around, but it is really the cool kid on the block right now. And we see that with the popularity of the high fat ketogenic diet. So let's, you know, let's just think about that. You know, it used to be high carbs were popular and then high protein was popular. And then now high fat is popular. Can you kind of see this pattern? It's like basically these, you know, fad in popular diets are really just swinging from one macro extreme to the other. Because why? The one before didn't work. Well, when you put all your eggs in one macronutrient basket and try to live that way, you know, day in, day out, and say that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life, well, you know, like I say, these extreme diets come back to bite you in the butt because um, we really do for, um, for long-term health need a nice balanced combination of these, you know, and that's why I'm here on the rooftops and on the mountains shouting, you know, Dude, how about trying a nice balanced macronutrient approach? You know, um, let's try that first. The problem is balance. You know, the word balance, it's not a sexy marketable word. You know, balance doesn't imply quick. People want quick results. But, you know, I would ask, is it really quick results when you end up spending your whole life yo-yo dieting, you know, swinging from one thing to the other? I mean, where would you be if you've just been consistent and steady and getting balanced macronutrients from real food the way God made it, you know? And you know my philosophy on this. You know, if you eat real food most of the time, your body can handle indulgence some of the time. You know, it's just this beautiful balance. I'm sorry, balance is not boring. <laughs> and we're just, we're not talking about a life of deprivation at all. I mean, have you people seen what I eat? For heaven's sake, I don't feel deprived in any way. Um, so it's, you know, balance sounds boring, but truly, truly, it is the key. Now, I get it because our human brains have shiny object syndrome. We are like squirrels. We're like, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. Oh my gosh, so pretty. Like, just like looking around all the time, we see these shiny objects and we want to try the next big thing, right? The next big diet. What could that offer me? Um, and please don't think my brain does, you know, works any differently than yours does. I have a human brain just like you and my brain automatically goes there too, you know, and I am somebody that is just, I love reading about this stuff and learning about this stuff. So when I see some kind of new dietary approach, I am like, I want to try it. I want to know all about it. You know, give me all the details. I was so tempted by keto. In fact, I think I did try it for a couple weeks. It really wasn't long enough to really get it fully implemented, but I have never been puffier and more inflamed in my life. <laughs> that did not go well. Well, like I said, I didn't do it very long, but um, I was like, I cannot sustain this, which is kind of my point um, and why I ended up, you know, creating Feast to Fast because I'm like, I cannot, these one macronutrient extremes, I cannot sustain that for forever. Um, and then here more recently, I guess about, I don't know, year, year and a half ago, I was really super tempted by the carnivore diet. Now you may or may not have heard of the carnivore diet yet. 
If you haven't, you will. That's the next big thing coming up. Um, it's funny because these, you know, these new quote unquote new diets um, will be on my radar or, you know, other nutritionists typically. They'll be on our radar a couple years before they kind of go mainstream. So we have been looking at these every which way um, by the time that you hear about them. So carnivore is kind of the next big thing. And that's really, it's kind of both a high protein, high fat diet. What Really what they want you to eat with their pushing on carnivore diet is, you know, like eating a bunch of ribeyes. Like that's the ultimate food on the carnivore diet. Just get down on some ribeyes. Um, so that um, that's been tempting too, but um, just really out of curiosity and such. Um, but anyway, you'll be hearing about that one. But what has saved me time after time, you know, with all of these different diets and all these confusing, conflicting messages is truly coming back to my godly compass, you know, um, just really remembering that God, the creator, the maker of my body, made the perfect foods for my bodies, my body. And, you know, what he put in nature is what I need the most. You know, these beautiful carbohydrates from plant foods, um, proteins from animal foods, and fats from both. These macronutrient categories, um, these beautiful natural foods that God made, you know, because my brain wants to go to the crazy places just like yours does. And I have to recenter myself. And it's it's why I'm just obsessed with keeping this in front of you as well, because um, I know that if I'm getting squirrel brain, when I know all of this stuff, you know, I know very well what, what we need, then I know it, it probably happens to you too. And we, we just want to, we do look for that shiny object. We do want to put our hopes, you know, into new quote unquote new diets. And we think that's going to be the game changer and it's going to make us happy. And that's the thing that's going to change everything. And it's just such a misplaced hope. You know, put your hope and your faith in your mighty maker. Okay. Now I do want to say that there's, there, there is a time and a place for using some of these, um, ex more extreme diets for therapeutic reasons. Okay. That's how I'm trained as a nutritional therapist, you know, to recognize when someone may need, um, may need a more extreme um, dietary approach, maybe a higher fat or a higher protein or something like that. But I'm also trained to see when they should not. You know, there are definitely red flags um, when people come to me that I'm looking for. So, you know, if you come to me and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to do keto and that's what I'm on and but I'm experiencing all these problems, you know, I'm looking to see, do you have a gallbladder? Because if you don't have a gallbladder and you're doing keto, honey, you're going to have some problems because, um, you know, with keto, <laughs> which is very high fat, you know, if you don't have a gallbladder, your bile flow is going to be out of sync with your fat intake, which, you know, that influences a lot about how your body breaks down fat. So a lot of people without a gallbladder do not break down and metabolize fat efficiently. So, I mean, you can see where like a keto, a high fat diet is probably not the best for you unless we kind of make some tweaks um, to that. And then, you know, think about the carnivore diet. Like what would, what would happen if I would have done the carnivore, carnivore diet? Um, 
you know, I do have a husband who raises grass-fed beef. And like I said, it was tempting because I have all the ribeyes I could ever want over here. <laughs> really high quality ones. Um, but you know what? Guess what came back recently as an inflammatory food on my food sensitivity panel? Yep. Beef. Um, to my utter horror and sadness. Um, I cannot eat beef for three months. I'm actually, you know, almost through my protocol. I've got about a month left to go. Um, having cut out beef, but um, you know, what that food test indicated was that every time I was eating beef, it was setting off my immune system, you know, because I have gut issues right now that I'm working on. So can you imagine what I'd be doing to my body if all I ate was basically beef, which, you know, is what the carnivore diet really pushes. Um, so uh, that would be, be a terrible match for me, you know, um, now I'm working on my gut issues and I'll be able to reintroduce that beef, like I said, in about a month or so. Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. People just go into these diets like willy-nilly. Um, they're just swinging from one thing to the other without really knowing how their body will tolerate it, for one, if it's the right thing for their body, and without even trying the most common sense approach first. Have you tried? just that balanced macronutrient approach from real food the way God made it, okay? If you have done that, if you have been diligent, if you have been intentional and you feel like truly you've had all the right things in place and things are just still not working for you, then for the love, seek out a nutritional therapist to help you strategize on what's best for you and whether or not um, you need a therapeutic dietary approach. You know, I have somebody that's, that comes to mind right now, I have a client and God love her. She has just been so on top of her health with her you know, diet and her um, exercise and just really, really being intentional with that and making wonderful choices, but things are still off. She is still experiencing some health challenges. And so, you know, what, the way I explain it to her and the way I explain it to my clients is that, you know, there's two things we have to consider here. It's the food we put in our body and it's the way our body uses or does not use food. You know, you just kind of think of your body as like an engine. And sometimes, sometimes the engine needs some tweaking, you know, it needs um, a little help, a little repair. And so that's what sometimes will happen um, and where we might need a, a dietary, um, you know, more therapeutic approach. I mean, it may not necessarily mean with a macronutrient type um, diet, like a, a high protein or a high fat. It might be something like, you know, if you have an overgrowth of candida, we might need to do an anti-candida diet. Or if you have a history of kidney stones, we might need to look at a low oxalate diet. Um, there, there are so many, so many um, different approaches and ways to really um, help your body for your bio-individual needs. So please, y'all, seek a professional, okay? And I, you know, I'm here for you, and I know a lot, a lot of really wonderful nutritional therapists who would love to help you as well. Um, I've interviewed a lot of them here on um, the podcast. So, you know, there really is not one right exact diet for everybody, except, except for a real foods one, okay? Again, as I've said from the beginning here, the needs of your body 
will never change. The requirements for building your house, your holy temple, y'all, your holy temple that carries the Holy Spirit around will always need vitamins and minerals and amino acids and fatty acids. The holy trinity of macros is like God. It's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Your body are going to need real foods from those three categories. And you know that the reason that I come here and keep sharing this with you is because you are a holy temple. You are a holy vessel of the Holy Spirit. And it is just would make me so sad to think that you cannot get out into the world and be everything God created you to be because you were held back by a health problem or um, a body confidence problem or just dietary mental chaos, right? Being held prisoner in your brain by constantly thinking about food and diets and what you're going to do and what you're going to eat and what you can't eat and what she ate and what she didn't eat and all that crazy way that we think, right? Just want to calm that down and give you the tools. It's, I'm not giving you the tools. God gave you the tools. They've always been around you. They've always been available. It's just up to you. It's up to you to utilize these beautiful resources um, of real food that he has offered you to keep you healthy and strong. Okay, my friends, thank you for being here. And um, I would ask, please, please, because I'm not shy about my goal here. I want to reach a ton of people and tell them this. I, I really do. I am just so fired up to share this message with people that um, God has made everything that our bodies need to be healthy and that when we stay anchored in him, we stay anchored in our health and we stay anchored in our mental health too because we're not going so crazy with all this dietary hoopla in our heads. So that said, if you would subscribe to the podcast or leave a review or share it with somebody and just say, hey, give us a listen. Um, if you want a little bit of more God and health in your day, I'm your sister. Okay. All right, my friends, have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.